Are you ready to combine your passion for business and your love for God through simple, practical, and profitable business practices? Do you want to have an eternal impact on the culture and community around you through your business? Now is the time to partner with God, profit with purpose, and build a Kingdom Class company. Welcome to Christ in Business, where we'll explore the stories, strategies, successes, and failures of those doing the ministry of Christ in Business. Here's your Kingdom Business Coach, David Robertson. Hey guys, welcome back to Christ in Business. This is episode 30. And today, I'm going to be unpacking the sentence that sums up the Kingdom Leadership Workshop that I've attended through Rick Beatenbow and Beatenbow Companies. This sentence is that when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. We're going to be unpacking that sentence. But first, I want to give you an update on what's been going on in my life, what's been going on in business. Just a little bit of a personal thing. Every year for the past three years, once a year, I kind of open up and take on new clients. And this year's a little bit different to be candid here and transparent a little bit. I have had some expenses with moving and had some things come up in my business and increased expenses and increased things. In addition to that, I've had some clients that have finished working with me or paused working with me for a while. So this year I am opening up 12 total spots to take on one-on-one coaching clients. So if that's something that you're interested in, I'd challenge you to go check out uh, maybe the workshop that I'm doing this year. If you go to growthpointcompany.com slash webinar, the title of the workshop is Freedom and Profitability. And we're going to be talking about how to increase your profit at least 68% per year. We're going to be talking about how to build and grow a high-performance team that you can trust. And then we're going to be talking about the framework and strategies that you can use to create a company that runs without you. That way you can have time, you can have freedom, and you can ultimately... As time goes on, since the focus of Growth Point Company is for those owners who want to sell their company long term, then if you do and you put in place the stuff that we're talking about in this webinar, then you'll be able to get top dollar in exchange for the years of hard work and effort and sacrifice that you've put into your company. So if that's something you're interested in, then check out the webinar check out the workshop. It's at growthpointcompany.com slash webinar. And you can find out more about that. You also find out how to get some free coaching along with that just to try it out to see if coaching is something that you're interested in and something that you want to do long term. It's not a high pressure sales, no sales. It's actually a real coaching offer to get some free coaching. So anyway, let's dig into the Kingdom Leadership Workshop through Kingdom at Work. In this workshop, guys, I'm not going to be able to give this workshop justice. I can't sum up three days in 20 minutes on a podcast or now 15 to 20 minutes on a podcast. I can't sum up the experience. And I don't even feel qualified to say that I can even present that material the way they present it because it is so anointed. They have something so special in that workshop and it truly does represent the culture of God. It truly does show an example of what 
it means to be Christ in business. They are the best example that I've seen of what a successful company with integrity, with love, with leadership, and what that looks like on a practical level. This workshop is just does a great job. It's like a, a deep dive case study for what it means to be Christ in business. I love it. They're not affiliated with me, have no relationship with me whatsoever, other than the fact that we're in the family of God together and we're working towards giving an example and telling the story of what it means to be Christ in business. So we're going to unpack this sentence here. This sentence summarizes the entire workshop. It's when a kingdom leader engages in a kingdom style, a kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. There's three things I want to talk to you and three takeaways that I want to give and applications that I'm using toward the launch of Growth Point Company. First of all, the kingdom leader. So we're going to be talking about that. What is a kingdom leader? And then we're also going to be talking about what is a kingdom style? And then what is a kingdom culture? And how do we create that and guard that and protect that? And then ultimately, if you have those three things, as you do have those three things, then the kingdom of God is advancing, and we're going to be talking a little bit about that. And the whole thing is going to be in light of the fact that I am launching the company, Growth Point Company, and specifically launching a bit of a new, it's changed since you last heard about it back in April. It's been a bit of a delay because I maybe spoke too quickly. I often do that. I'm learning in the season to slow down and work on foundational things and foundation pieces that give the entire idea and the entire everything a, a foundation to sit on to give it stability. So I'm learning to speak slower and to work harder. And I'm learning to do the foundation work necessary before I talk about it on this podcast. So it's the one of the joys of building a company and doing it on a public platform, so to speak, and letting you guys see it is you get guys get to see when I speak too quickly and how I'm learning live in front of an audience. So anyway, so a lot of this is going to be a summary of how I'm applying this to the to my own business, the launch and relaunch of Growth Point Company, how I'm taking my 15 years of experience in business and my years of coaching clients and your, all the, the study that I've done and taking all of that to applying it to building Growth Point Company as a ultimately I'm working on building a global brand or a national brand for business coaching. However, I have to back up and start where I'm at right now with the, I may have that mission, I may have that vision in the future, but right now I just need to take the steps one in front of the other. So these are some of the steps that I'm talking. And a lot of this, some of this may be review. If you've listened to every episode in the podcast, you'll definitely hear some familiarities. But a kingdom leader, what I love what Rick said is that to be a kingdom leader, to be a kingdom business, it has to be led by a kingdom leader. And a kingdom leader is simply someone who surrenders and is willing to be led by God. I'm going to say that again. A kingdom business is simply a business led by a kingdom leader. And a kingdom leader is someone who's simply surrendered and willing and has a daily moment by moment invitation for God to lead them in business decisions. And he has an in-depth, tons of stories that go along that and application. But I like to say it this way. It's also someone who's driven with a kingdom purpose. And Rick talks about that in the workshop as well. But I like to say it this way. Christ came to reveal the Father and his kingdom. 
that's the purpose of what Christ did is to reveal God and to reveal his kingdom and to share his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. He did that as a man and as God at the same time. So, and we are called the body of Christ. So if you're in business, you're the body of Christ in business. And that's why I titled this podcast, Christ in Business, because you are Christ in business. I am Christ in business. We're in business. We are Christ and we're walking out this. But if we're Christ in business, our purpose ought to be somewhat the same as Christ's purpose. So our purpose in business will be pretty similar and a reflection of Christ's purpose too. All right. And that means growth, that it's going to be something around revealing God and his kingdom. And so there's something going to be attached to that. So for me, my biggest takeaway was Growth Point Company's purpose and kind of establishing that right from the get-go. And that is that my own purpose and my own call, my own life calling is to reveal God and his kingdom in business. All right. That's my own purpose. That's what Christ in business does. It tells the stories of what Christ is doing in business. All right, what God is doing and how he's revealing himself, his kingdom, his goodness, his his love for his people in business. All right. And so the Growth Points company's purpose is the same because it is a Christ in business company. It is a CIB company. You can go to the website and see that. And its purpose is to reveal God and his kingdom through our service to business owners, entrepreneurs, our family, and staff. And the way we serve and the way we do business, the way we recommend and coach businesses, and I say we because you'll see here coming up that there's some changes that I'm doing. The way I and the company do business is to reveal God and to reveal his kingdom and all of the elements that come with that, his love, his mercy, his kindness, his goodness, all of that to reveal God and his kingdom through our service to business owners, entrepreneurs, and their family and staff. All right. And that is our entire purpose. All right. And so a kingdom leader is someone who submits to being led by God on a moment by moment, daily basis, making decisions in following and is submitted to God and be willing to be led by God and ultimately follows the same. It picks up the identity of Christ. It picks up the mission of Christ to reveal God and his kingdom through the work we do. All right. So your purpose, if you decided to take something on like that, may look a little bit different. But ultimately, what this is, is a picture of what it means to be Christ in business and what and it will be a reflection or look similar because we're part of one family and families look similar. Families act similar. Families have values that are similar. So it may look similar, but it's also going to be a little bit different. So he talks about in the workshop, he talks about whether this is a public statement, whether this is a private statement, how to incorporate this into hiring, how to incorporate this into teamwork and the business of the company. I'll tell you right now, if you walk into Beaton Bow Homes um, headquarters in Lubbock, Texas, there's a giant sign two stories up right on the side of the wall that says what their purpose is, and it's to reveal God and his kingdom. 
So that is, it's it's a public statement. I'll tell you that much. You'll have to go to the workshop. You have to go to kingdomatwork.com, register for the workshop in October to learn more about that and some of the, the differences and some of the things that he talks about as far as the way to do this and the way to do this legally and, and how to do it, whether it's public, whether it's private, that kind of thing. So all of that's in there. The second step is the kingdom style. So if we're going to be Christ in business and if we're going to represent and be led by the Father, the Father's number one priority, I've often said this, Father's number one priority is that he has intimacy with you and I. His kingdom is a family. We're adopted into his family. So God's style is a family style. It's founded in love for people, and it's founded in the fact of adoption. I always look at it, and I thought this was interesting the first time I saw it. Abraham had a household of over 300 men before he had any children. And I've always all looked at that and said, that's a picture of what a, the responsibility and the spiritual leadership of what it means to be in business as a kingdom business and to be Christ in business is that there is a leadership and a family inside your business and you do have a household inside your business of employees and a staff and vendors and clients and all of these people, especially the people that work for you. There's a family. So God's style, I have written down here, God's style is a family style and is founded in love for people. And they didn't say these exact words, but some of the things that I took away from this is that people over posture people over position, people over profit, people over process. People come first in God's kingdom. He always puts people over everything. He doesn't do miracles the same way twice. He doesn't do things the same way twice. Sometimes there is a system or a process, but it's not likely that he does it multiple times in a row. It's always a person and the person's heart that he, he values. So kingdom style is about valuing those people over your posture in your business, people over the fact that you're the big leader and you have to keep everybody at arm's distance. Break that down. That's not a God's style of doing business. He doesn't lead you at an arm's length. He leads you by coming to you and giving himself as a sacrifice and meeting you where you are. All right, so people over position is not... A, a title. It's not, you don't value titles, you value the people behind it. It's not people over profit, same thing. The people in your business, your employees, your customers, your vendors, your shareholders, your stakeholders, all the people over profit. All right. And then people over process. I always say for my clients, for my coaching clients, that this is this is big, is that if you can get a system in place so you can manage the system and love your people, then you've got a good thing going, all right? But the moment you are managing people and loving the system in your business, and you've got it backwards. A lot of people do get it backwards, but this is talking about specifically how can we set systems up in your business that allow you and empower you and empower you and your managers and the stakeholders to love the people inside the business instead of micromanaging the people, all right? And you can manage the system in a process and love people. So what this is, this kingdom style really has changed because coaching is kind of a a lone ranger type business historically. Most coaches are, they work in their home, although I do have an office outside my home. Most coaches work alone with one-on-one -on -one with their clients. 
And they might have a few positions here and there, someone to help them with content and someone to do that. But what does it mean? This has made me think, it's challenged my vision, it's caused me to change my business model and look at the daily activities that I do and include people because I can get here in my office, shut the blinds and record content and write content and create videos and go a whole day without actually connecting with someone in the belly-to-belly world. One of my mentors says, calls it belly-to-belly instead of screen-to-screen. So this has challenged me and it, and it literally has changed my vision for my business. It's changed the business model and the activities that I do on a daily basis. I'm thinking outside the industry's best practice for what a coaching practice looks like. Typically, it looks like one guy, maybe an assistant. But what does it look like to break that industry best practice, break the world standards for what a coaching practice does, and look at change the way coaching and consulting is delivered as a whole? So that's what I'm, I'm working on. I'm also working on building a space for relationships to be created with clients and in my city. So what does it look like for me to be in the city and connecting to the business community? We're not trying to build clients in the area, but just connecting with them to be a pastor to business owner, so to speak. Uh, I've talked about that in previous things, but what does it look like for me to actually build space on my calendar and maybe even a physical space later for relationships to be created with clients and with just the general business in the city around me? So what does that look like? I'll also be looking at expanding and creating as I launch GrowthPoint company, what does it look like to quickly create a team? So this year I'm looking at hiring an executive assistant. I'm also looking at hiring a marketing manager and looking for other business coaches who want to come on board and be a part of the mission and vision of Growth Point Company to help and serve and to ultimately reveal God and his kingdom through serving businesses. So what does that look like and how, how does that look like? Another thing that I've noticed in that was repeated several times in this workshop is that when you know what your why is, your what can change. You can have some flexibility in what you do if you know that what your purpose is. Because as long as the purpose is in alignment with the what, then you can change a little bit. So, which has been something that he is, Rick has probably used as he's advanced and created new businesses, creating the farm. He runs a farm. He also has home building. He has a business services and company. And so there's several companies that he has. And I think as he's expanded that, he's had to look at this and say, well, my purpose is this. And as long as my purpose is this, then what I do underneath that can expand and, and can go and to grow. So um, as he's, so I look at doing that the same thing for, with my company. Maybe it's not just a one-on-one coaching. Maybe there's, maybe there's training and speaking, and maybe there's some services that we develop later on. But like I said, I have a, a vision for long term, and one of the things I'm learning is to stay focused on the foundation, which is what I'm building right now. So. And then we talked about kingdom culture. So when a kingdom leader engages in kingdom style, a kingdom culture emerges. All right. So when you have someone who's committed to God, committed to following God and letting God lead his business, sometimes you make decisions that are not necessarily in line with the world's culture around us. And when you're committed to the purpose of revealing God, you make decisions, you do things differently. And 
Also, when you're focused and driven by love for people and creating a family and loving people personally, not just as associated with their work, then those two things create a unique culture. And it can be a little bit uncomfortable because it doesn't necessarily sit the same way it sits with the world. So those two things together create the kingdom culture, kingdom leader, kingdom style creates kingdom culture. And the way you protect that culture is through intentionally living out a set of core values. That's what I have written down here. The way you protect that culture is through intentionally living out a set of core values. We talked to the marketing director or their CMO, and she shared that to get the core, your core values off the wall and into practical application into the workplace. So how you make decisions, how you hire, how you fire, how you lead your company according to the core values. So GrowthPoint Company has a set of eight core values, but I have what I like to call the core four. And these core four are love, which means caring for people beyond business, beyond the confines of their job description, beyond the confines of their client or contract description, loving people outside of the business and caring for people beyond just what we do professionally. All right. And then generosity, giving of time, treasure, and talent beyond expectation. And then excellence. This is creating quality and creating wow in our business. And I'm still in the process of wordsmithing and creating these. You can find them on my website as time goes on. They're not there now, but I'll make a post in the in the I Am Christ in Business group as we get there and as we put them up. And then the, the fourth one, so the first one's love, the second one's generosity, and the third one's excellence. The fourth one is growth. And I want to create a culture where best is always getting better in my company, where growth, where my best the way I love best, the way I work best, the way I coach people best, the way I lead people best is constantly getting better because I know that God has created me with unlimited potential, meaning I don't know where my potential stops because I can always get better. All right. And that's the mindset I have in my own life. It's the mindset I want to have and the, the culture I want to have in my businesses that best is always getting better. So that is something that I want to establish. So those four things, love, generosity, excellence, and growth are the core four values that I have in growth point. And then I have the other four. You can see those. I'll make a post of those when they're live on the website and I'll make a, a comment of it, but I'm not going to share them here just because uh, these core four capture a lot of the way I want decisions to be made in my company. And that's what values are. Values are sitting there, sitting back. Core values are sitting back and saying, all right, what do I value as a leader? What is the leadership team value? And how do we, what kind of environment do we want to create in the business? What kind of environment do I want to create in the business or do we want to create in the business? And for me, it's just me. But for you, you might have several employees and you might have a manager. I'd encourage you to take your core leaders and get away and figure out what are the core values that you want to summarize every decision and to guide every decision in your business and figure out what those are. So love for people, generosity, excellence, and growth summarize the core four of what I want to create a culture. Now, there's other 
things in there. Like I said, there's eight total. But those are the core four that I want to create with the culture and how behavior, how decisions are made in my business. All right. So when you have a kingdom leader engaging in a kingdom style, kingdom culture emerges and the kingdom of God advances. All right. My big takeaway, no one actually ever said this, but this is kind of the summary. The way you do what you do should be cause for others to ask why you do it. I'm going to say that again because this was, a, it, it, I wrote this down and it, the, after I wrote it down, I read through it, my notes later that night. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is a little bit, there's a lot of value packed in this. But the way you do what you do should be cause for others to ask why you do it. Meaning the way I do the coaching that I do should be cause for others to ask why I'm doing this. Why are you a coach? Why do you care so much? Why do you, uh, why are you come alongside business owners? What, what made you do that? Why did you start doing that? So the way you do what you do should be cause for others to ask why you do it. So let's just say you're a painter. I have a client that's a painter. I know he's listening. Two partners, I know they're listening probably. So the the way you do your painting should be cause for others to ask why you do it that way. The way you do running your company should be cause for others to ask why you do it. It should be done in such a way that it, it, it begs the question, why do you guys do that? Why do you guys care for your employees that much? Why do you guys treat your subcontractors so good? Or why do you pay above what's normal for the job? Or why do you why do you have such good benefits? Or why do you the way you do what you do should be cause for others to ask why? Because then you can say it can come back and it actually creates an opportunity for you to reveal God and to reveal his kingdom or whatever your purpose would be. Ultimately, it is something to do with that. All right. If you are Christ in business, your purpose will be to reveal God. It will be to reveal his kingdom and how that manifests. The exact words you use might be different. But ultimately, if you're Christ in business, your purpose is to reveal God. All right. And that can be your purpose specifically. It doesn't have to be everybody's purpose on your team. All right. Rick has some really great teaching about this in the workshop. I can't go over it. I'm not just going to teach everything he says word word for word and just give you the entire workshop. You're going to have to come and make the commitment to do it. I encourage you to do it. It's in October. Just go to kingdomatwork.com and it, for the price, take you and your spouse or you and your partner or you and your leadership team. It could be just you and another person or it could be you and 10 people depending on what your company is. But take your leadership team and go to this conference because it truly is transformational as far as how business does. It's a, it's amazing to see this culture. It's amazing to see this, this sentence in operation at this workshops. So that's it. That is my main takeaways from the workshop. I encourage you guys to go to the workshop. I encourage you guys to experience it for yourself. Let me know if you guys do decide to go because I may be going a second time. In fact, I've already talked about talked to my clients about going to this workshop and I I may be taking a bigger group than just myself next time, so I may be taking my clients as well. So, but I encourage you to definitely go and check this out. At minimum, 
take you and your spouse along maximum, take you and your entire leadership team along. That's what this is designed to do. So guys, it's been 30 minutes. It's going a little bit long here. I'm surprised. You know how many times I've tried to record this podcast? My computer kept going slower and slower and something's wrong because normally it's like lightning fast. But for some reason, I hit record and it kept saying the disk is too slow. So I may be looking at a new computer here very shortly here. But anyway, whatever you guys do, I want you guys to take a minute and think about this. What does a kingdom leader look like? What is your purpose in business? How can you put family style relationships ahead as a a core value and a, a style of how you do business and how you do leadership? What are your core values that operate that cause a culture that's honoring to God. And then also, how does that statement look like? The, the statement that I said, the way you do what you do should be cause for others to ask why you do it. I want you to think about that statement. And while you're thinking about that, I'm, I'm this week, I'm spending the, this week, each day I'm waking up and praying for you as a listener, praying that God would strengthen you and bless you to be Christ in business. So, guys, I want to bless you to partner with God. I want to bless you to profit with a purpose. And I want to bless you to go be Christ in business, to go beyond world class and to build a kingdom class company. I want to bless you. Until next week, guys, go be Christ in business. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. I want to make sure you heard that right. You are Christ in business. You have been adopted into the royal household of God. You are heirs to God and co-heirs with Christ. You've been raised up with Christ. You've been seated in heaven, and you are called the body of Christ, the fullness of God. This is who God says we are. And if we're God's sons or daughters in business, we don't let the world set the standard for what God's kids do in business. No, we partner with God. We profit with a purpose, and we go beyond world class to build a kingdom class company. We are Christ in business, and I want to encourage you to join us right now as we march the name of Christ to the top of the business mountain, give Jesus his full reward, and show the world we are his disciples. Here's a few ways you can do that. First, share this podcast with someone you know who is Christ in business. Second, subscribe and leave a review in this podcast app because that helps this podcast get found. And third, join the I Am Christ in Business Facebook group by going to thedavidrobertson.com slash group. 